0: What's up, guys? This is this is your favorite podcast duo, Ben and Evan, back at it again. Damn, it feels great. It feels great. It was an action-packed week, and unfortunately, we're
1: a bit time-capped uh, while we're recording this podcast. Should we
0: sh- not to interrupt, but should we should we set the scene before we uh, dive into yeah, it? Yeah, we should. So we're
1: actually recording this before the Monday Night Football game starts, uh, largely because Ben has a soccer game in, like, an hour and a half. Uh, so, yeah, we're prepared to not have, like, an
0: 80-minute podcast this week. Hopefully. Ben is also eating noodles right now. He's eating pad thai. I should probably not have this right next to the, my phone so it, you guys can all hear me slurping my noodles. Yeah. But, that is correct. The Hawks have a game tonight. Uh, Go we're, we're gonna, uh, we're gonna take it to the Pershing Wildcats, or whatever the fuck they're called. Um... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, who Who's gonna score more today, the Hiawatha Hawks or the Minnesota Twins? Uh. So this is this is the girls' soccer team that you coach. Yeah. What is the average score of, of that game? I'd say we probably score three goals a game. Okay. Hmm.
1: I'll take I'll take the Twins. I'm confident.
0: We got a home game. All right. Bomba Squad's gonna be ready. Well, we need put, to get
1: one win out of this series.
0: Want put Want put some action on it. So. not on not on three, <laughs> but action on who scores more.
1: No, Ben. You'll sabotage your own team. Ben. <laughs> ben is Pete Rose, the Pete Rose of uh, no, girls' youth soccer. No, Evan. This is who scores more. Yeah, but you could. You, but you could bet on. Uh, on the twins. No, I'm not. I'm obviously taking the Hawks side. <laughs> uh, that's what Pete Rose did, though. You know, even if you're betting on your own team, they still kick you out of the Hall of Fame. Hot take: What Pete Rose did, not that bad. Yeah, I also agree. I think if we he, if he did that today, it probably wouldn't have been that much of an issue.
0: Yeah, that's fair.
1: But we got a lot of fantasy to talk about. Uh, this is the highest scoring week in our league's history. Uh, the previous record was set in week three of this year with like 97 points. And we are currently projected before Monday Night Football to average 104.8 points per wow. team.
0: So is that, are you looking historically
1: at all the years prior? Yeah, so five years of history. This is, this is the highest scoring week by a whole seven points per team. So, like, a massive jump from what the old record had been.
0: That's pretty impressive, because the first year we had 12 teams.
1: Yeah, we were all fucks that year, though, so the average (laughs) score wasn't that high. Quinn was bringing us all down. Fair. Uh, Yeah, first time in the Super Bowl era that we've had five players go for more than 40 fantasy points in one week. Uh, So, yeah, it's a crazy week. Uh, You know, we'll get to all of the games starting now.
0: Uh, I did uh, did, uh, have a little bit of a... Uh not not like douchey performance against Evan, but like kind kinda of douchey. We're gonna we're gonna take it up the top of the what you all ha- are are hoping to hear all about the Ben Evan matchup. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, this is not uh very onanistic at all. Yeah. So here here we are. Ben Ben you look at the score and, and you're beating me by a lot, but I'm here to say that it's all because of the Eagles defense. And also Christian McCaffrey. That is my defense. Well actually, so uh little known fact for uh, the peanut gallery here. Uh, Me and Ben were both looking to stream defenses this week. And and we talked about this, and we we both had our first selection on the waivers as Eagles defense. They were going up against the Jets. They had Luke Folk starting at quarterback again. Like, the Jets are just a terrible offense. And both of us said, I want the Eagles. Uh, Because Ben uh, was lower in the standings than me. Because I got fucked against Nick. Yeah. Because of that, Ben got the Eagles defense. Who put up 35 points this week and scored two touchdowns? I got Titans D in my backup plan. I got seven. You know, it wasn't bad, but that 28 point swing, if you just like give me the Eagles defense instead and give Ben the Titans defense, like I win the game. Despite the fact that this is a 46 point game right
0: now. You would you would probably still win the
1: game. Yeah, that's is. Like, I I we're not finished yet. Uh, all right, you still have Kittle, I both, still have We both got our flexes. Yeah, but it looks very likely that that, that is like the deciding factor. Which is frustrating for me. Not, not that my team did particularly well. Like, I didn't really deserve to win this week. But g- given all the, like, bonkers point
0: totals that people are putting up this week. I'm going to quickly call really out yes. ESPN because when I was looking at my scores on Sunday, my, my and I'm sure that this probably has something to do with Mike Nugent, like, kind of only recently becoming an active player. But I was looking at my score, and I'm like, all right, I got nine points from Mike Nugent. And then at, like, 3 o'clock on Sunday, yesterday, it went to zero, And then, like, an hour later, it went to 15. This actually happened to, like,
1: several other kickers, too. Like, it wasn't just a Mike Nugent thing. I was, like, looking at Jay's team or something, and, like, his kicker randomly had 15 when he actually scored, like, 11. So I don't know what ESPN is doing. This website is trash. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. Uh, let's, Let's just quickly touch on some details for our teams. I think it's important that we see disdain. With ESPN? Oh, yeah, I think it's already there. That's fine. Uh, Okay, so m- my biggest complaint about my team is Mike Evans putting up a big fat donut in a game where the Buccaneers are trailing the entire time. Uh, and as Ben discovered, uh, the, the ben Evans rivalry actually went another layer. And this is some real Illuminati shit that we're about to tell you about. But Mike Evans, notice the last name, Evans. He's on my team.
0: I'm Evan. The Buccaneers are who Mike Evans plays for. They were playing against the New Orleans Saints, whose top corner, as some people may know, is Marshawn Lattimore. Yeah. The, the stud the stud cover cornerback himself. Evans versus Lattimore was the matchup. And Lattimore shut him the fuck down. Lattimore <laughs> held him without a catch
1: <laughs> on three targets. And, you know, because of that, in part, uh, Ben, Ben Lattimore, handled me. So, there it is. The Ben versus Evan matchup. I should have known. I should have been... I guess that like, that could have gone either way, though. You know, if Evans had trashed
0: Marshawn Lattimore, then, you know, then it would have meant that I had some kind of like cosmic advantage. In, right. In that, I mean, that was really that was really what was going to define the game, right? It was going to be who went, whoever won that matchup was going to win yeah. the game. Mm-hmm. This um, is just fate. Let's, let's just see. One other one other thing I wanted to quickly point out is um, I read this thing on Twitter. uh, Auden Tate, the 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 recently promoted Bengals wide receiver, since since John Ross got put on IR, um, so this is just a little more Illuminati shit. So we got Golden Tate, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. We got Auden Tate. Uh huh. Do you know what the the periodic table Oof. symbol of gold, <laughs> gold. is? Gold. It's Au, like Auden. So wow. if, if you take the Au off of Auden, which is no Au is gold. Yeah. You add gold onto N. Wow, golden tape. So, so what is the Illuminati angle here, though?
1: These two guys are actually the same person. Yes, uh. it is. I mean, they, they, despite the fact that they were playing football games at the same time yesterday in different locations.
0: Well, no, they're they're both the same. Like they're both the same person. Oh, it's but like they're a not travel. But thing? they're not the same person. Oh. You know what I mean? Okay, so multiple physical manifestations. Well, they're both they're the like same. they're both golden tape. It's like when there were two Adrian Petersons. <laughs> That's true. One time, one time that was confusing. One time I saw that there was this guy who 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 drafted the wrong Adrian Peterson in this fantasy draft. That's a classic. That's it was classic. A bit, it was a poor move. All
1: right, uh, yeah,
0: we should also sh- shout out Christian McCaffrey
1: on Ben's team. But one one of the four guys to put up uh, forty points this week put up forty one point seven. I uh, don't think there's much to talk lot. about with McCaffrey. The guy is good. at He's football. just very good. Yeah, uh, I think he's he's pretty clearly the the number one overall player uh, at this point in fantasy. Now that Saquon is out, I think uh, McCaffrey has assumed the mantle, and they, the Panthers seem satisfied with just giving him the ball, like, basically all the time, now that Cam is hurt.
0: I also want to shout out Evan for flexing the tight end. That was a that was a baller move.
1: Yeah, it's never great when you have to flex the tight end. Like, it's definitely a desperation play. Uh, carry on Johnson on bye this week, but we're doing the Waller-Kittle flex. Uh, We'll see how it goes. I mean, if Kittle has a good game, then I'll feel okay about
0: it, but... Well, uh, should we should we move on here? Evan? Yeah. Move on to the next we're match. keeping it moving today. Right, is, leash. Is your is your sequence the same as mine on uh, my computer? Yes, yes it is. Maybe we should just do it this way. Okay, that let be kind let's of easy. do it. let in this order. Yeah. So the next game on this
1: queue here is Ryan versus Connor. Uh, so Connor's gonna win this one pretty easily. I heard he's got 110 points. He's gonna move up to three and two. Ryan moving down to two and three with this performance. Ryan had kind of a weird game because. Uh, Mahomes didn't do his normal thing. Uh, the Chiefs actually lost for the first. I, I read today the first time since Mahomes uh, assumed the starting role for them that they've scored less than twenty-five points. Wow! <laughs> and they scored thirteen yesterday. Uh, he still put up nineteen fantasy points, so it wasn't bad or anything. But when you're used to getting thirty out of him, that, that definitely hurts. And then the other thing with Ryan's team is just some kind of disappointing performances from. Some of his pass catching guys, like Philip Dorsett, uh, well, I think, got hurt in the game, and they just weren't passing a ton. Well, it's
0: tough. Points. It's tough when you have to start two wide receivers on the same team. You don't you, yeah. don't. you You naturally don't super want that. Yeah. Although I guess Edelman did get seventeen points, so
1: you know, if you just average those out, not a huge deal. And then Greg Olson uh, got shut down as well, which is kind of surprising. Olson's been off to a pretty good start this year, but uh, he also put up a goose egg yesterday for
0: Rye. I, Greg, Greg Olsen, I'm still all right. Like, I don't know. It's Yeah, just definitely. You uh, could do worse. Disappointing
1: to have two zeros in your lineup. There, there's th- Actually, I guess Olsen was not very good in week four either. He had really good games in weeks two and three, and he's been pretty down. He's only at uh, five yards in week four, so it's
0: been a rough go for him. Let's see what else we got. Um, Ryan is still not hashtag free to Frank Gore. Um, still has Gronk on his bench. Yeah, Ryan, put Frank Gore in. He got
1: another seven points. He's consistent. Ugh. Well, at some point, Actually, at some point, Singletary
0: is going to come back. And like, eventually, you know. yeah. What happened to Singletary? He's been out for a long time now. It feels like. No. Um, I also want to point out, I maybe Taylor, maybe Taylor Gabriel just didn't play because of his concussion. But did the Taylor Gabriel thing where he doesn't score? Uh, oh no, he was out. Jk. Jk. Wall. Yeah. He didn't travel to London. <laughs> yeah, fair. Like the week after you get a concussion, like. Maybe don't fly. Eight hours. Dick. Yeah.
1: yeah <laughs> All right. Yeah. So a little bit of down week for Ryan. Uh, Connor's team is looking really good. Uh, let me see. I think he so he's got 530 points now for, through five games. So put up 110 this week. That's like just about average for him. Uh, Dobbin Cook continues to be very, very good. Russell Wilson had a great week this week. Uh, shout out to Connor for choosing correctly between Russell Wilson and Dak Prescott. <laughs> not, not like that easy of a thing to do a lot of weeks. Uh, I don't know, but, like, pretty
0: solid performances all around. Uh, you have anything interesting to say here, I, Whenever I get to Connor's team, I just get kind of mad. Because, like, <laughs> his team is clearly good, but then, like, his team name always just kind of rubs me the wrong way, because it's like, oh, I'm gonna, like, I'm just gonna, like, name my team, this team was auto-drafted, and then, like, not take credit for when the bad things happen, blah, blah, blah. But then, like, he also has shitty guys on his bench, like Robbie Gould and Andy Isabella. And... Yeah, like hasn't touched his team. uh, I I think I've made this comparison before. I think I've made this comparison before, but he's like Tony from a few years ago when he just didn't touch his team and his team was insane and nobody got hurt. I feel like I feel like this is what's gonna frustrate me about Connor's team is that his team is gonna be way better than mine, but he's gonna have a backup kicker and Andy Isabella on his team all year. I think there is the thing though, like as soon
1: as really any of the starters go down. He just doesn't have backup at all. Like, like, unless it's the two quarterbacks. Like, that's the only position where he has a competent backup. Like, you know, and he's relying a lot on running backs. I, I could definitely see if it being pretty challenging for him if, if one or more of these guys go down. There's just nobody has yet, you know?
0: Yeah. Um, but, I, don't, I mean, Connor Connor had a good week, 110. It's a good week. I don't know. I don't really have much to talk about. It's kind of, play. I guess, playing the Colts against the Chiefs, Bad move on paper, but like worked out. <laughs> yeah, Colts defense put up ten fantasy points. Pretty
1: surprising. But that's a classic sign of someone not paying that much attention to their team is when
0: their defense is playing the Chiefs. So. And just like, and it just like worked out. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, all right, let's move on. Got gotta crank through them.
1: Mm-hmm. All right, this this one, this next one,
0: barn burner, real a barn true barn burner, barn burner as uh, they say. Yeah,
1: Henry versus Nick. Uh. Et- As of uh, this recording, before Monday Night Football, Henry is up by 6.6 points, but Nick is the only player remaining. He's got Jarvis Landry going tonight. So it's gonna be real tight. I think 6.6 points seems like a very standard Jarvis Landry output. So we could be seeing uh, a pretty rough loss for Henry here considering both of these teams are up in the 120s right now. uh, This might be like the single highest scoring game we've ever had or something. Uh, at least in terms of like the highest scoring close game, this would be a pretty tough loss for either of these guys, given that they're both one and three and they really kind of needed this game. And then one of them is going to score, you know, 125 plus and lose. Uh, it's probably going to be Henry.
0: Sorry, Hen. I did point this out last week that one of these guys was going to be one and four and the other was going to be two and three. Yeah. Um, it is, it is a tough break, uh, for one of these guys to have to take the L this week. Um. I, yeah, I will talk a
1: bit more about the standings at large, uh, probably at the end of the podcast. But I think maybe 1-4 in four is not going to be quite the death knell that you might think it is, given how bunched up the standings are going to be. But we'll talk about that at the well, end.
0: And also, you don't want to bank on it, but you have the point qualifier, like the wild card. So the 8th the eighth, the eighth playoff spot is going to the highest remaining point qualifier. You yeah. don't want to bank on that, but it is kind of like a yeah. a little card you have in the back. The back You're door. Down. Yeah, yeah. Back door.
1: Nice. Yeah, Nice. Uh, so Henry's team, uh, Deshaun Watson was one of those players that put up forty points. He had forty-one point seven yesterday. Henry also got high teens from Fournette and Tyler Boyd and Sony Michelle, uh, and fourteen points from Zane Gonzalez, Cardinals kicker. So yeah, a lot of good things happened here. Wayne Gallman got hurt, uh, which is probably a little disappointing for Hen. Uh, it looked like a, a pretty great waiver wire pickup last week, but uh, Gallman is now hurt
0: himself. So. so yeah then <clears throat> the Giants had to play <coughs> excuse me this guy named like Elijah Penny and someone else he Hill- was uh Hillman yeah I never we, heard of this guy before but. do we do we think we think Barclay is probably coming back on Thursday
1: is it oh it's Thursday uh I think he'll definitely be back week seven uh and it sounded like he was trending the right way and like uh, week six was a possibility which is insane like because they originally had said four to eight weeks and I think we're at like three
0: so he's coming back quick uh Barkley's sounds like almost ready to go uh given that this pod will not come out until after waivers process Evan I just want to get your take on the Hillman guy or uh uh, I don't or, think, or Penny. I don't think going, any of them should be picked up. Going up against New England yeah, next I week. Because like, Barkley is probably coming back week seven. Assuming
1: that assuming that Barkley is either back this week or back the next week, I don't think either of these guys has value Yeah, Because the one game that you might get out of them is a Thursday night game against the Patriots. Uh, I don't think the Giants are scoring more than 10 points in that game.
0: So, yeah, you're probably right.
1: And they're probably not running the ball effectively against the best defense in the league. So, yeah, I don't think... Really worth the pick up there.
0: Something interesting to notice for Henry's team is that he's gonna have to make a decision with um, the Chicago Bears on bye this week. I assume he's gonna roster them through the bye. He's gonna have to drop someone. Yeah. Um. Probably, probably Adrian Peterson or AJ Brown are gonna see the axe. Um. Or even Wayne Gall. Eh, there's no way he drops Gallman because there's not gonna be a clear decision on whether Barkley is back. Yeah. There. I mean, um, um, unless you know they come out. Yeah, I guess if they come out tomorrow and say Hey, Saquon's playing this week, then
1: maybe. But
0: yeah, I think I think pretty he's he'll he'll drop. I in. think Adrian he'll,
1: Peterson is the clear drop guy here. Who is even running the ball for the Redskins? Like I don't even really know
0: is because it, it's not AP given <laughs> the stats he has, or maybe they just I think they're aren't doing anything they on might, offense. They might just be doing the whole like screen game to Thompson mm. kind of a thing.
1: Yeah, of. looking at it now, like AP is getting about ten carries a week, and that's been worth about twenty five yards. So. <laughs> Wow, yeah. That offense, not great. Uh, they fired their head coach today. Rip Jay Gruden. Uh, yeah, Rip Jay Gruden. Maybe he can go work for his brother in Oakland. Uh, that would be nice. That
0: wouldn't be a bad thing.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think I Jay know. Gruden's actually a pretty talented coach. Um, I think I think he'd make a really good offensive coordinator um, if he doesn't get hired as a I go
0: somewhere. You hate to see it for a guy like Dwayne Haskins though. You never like to see a guy have his head coach get fired five games into his career. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's a kind tough, of a weird tough situation. I'm like
1: classic Redskins just being like poorly run and just making like the team from
0: Washington.
1: That that is excuse me. Uh, yeah.
0: I just want to make it clear that we are a team from Washington podcast. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I don't know, anything else
1: on Henry's team? Here? Not
0: really. Just, just at the end of the day, it's going to suck that one of these teams has to lose. Yeah, like,
1: it really does. Like,
0: I was mad last week when I put up 104 in lost. <laughs> I can't, like, 120 is like, yeah. 120 is, like, the 95th percentile of what, like, anyone scores. Yeah, for it's, real. It's, like, uh, it's, it's a tough, that's a tough break. Um, I'm just going to look at Nick's team real quick. Yeah, we got to talk about Nick. Um, uh, Michael Thomas
1: put up 30 points, uh, so that was huge. And Nick got great contributions from his, like, core guys, Todd Gurley, Chris Carson, Thomas and Cooper Cup, uh, really all had like really excellent games. Uh Cooper Cup especially, I think, is looking like a bona fide wide receiver one. Well, he's he's literally the top ranked fantasy wide receiver.
0: Uh yeah, I think I think Cooper Cup is a big development. It's um it's the kind of thing where where Nick Nick took a shot at the draft on a couple of guys who were coming off of injuries, which mm-hmm. you know like a lot a, of them, like I like I last year last year I drafted Keenan Allen in like the third or fourth round. And he was coming off an injury, and Keenan Allen was like top ten wide receiver last year. It was pretty good. Mm-hmm. So you, you see these guys who who have season ending injuries, and because you don't know how they're gonna come back, they they slip in the drafts like Gurley fell and Cup fell. People weren't sure how he was gonna come back from that ACL tear, yeah. and he's and well, and Cup is interesting because
1: Cup. I mean, K- Cup was a good fantasy player last year, but he wasn't anywhere near this good. Like he's clearly stepped up his game and is being focused more on in the offense this year. I think this is his third year in the NFL. Um, so yeah, he's really kind of coming into his own. It's a
0: pretty it's it. a pretty direct correlation between. I I was really hoping Robert Woods would 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 continue on where he left off from last year. Last year, Robert Woods was the Rams' leading wide receiver in targets. Mm-hmm. Contra- contrary to popular belief, everyone thinks like, oh, you got Cooks and Cup, but actually, Robert Woods was their leading target guy last year but so it's the kind of thing where there's only so many passes to go around and you just see Goff when he drops back he's looking for a cup every time yeah so it's it's um it's a good player I enjoy watching Cooper Cup and in the red zone he's he's where Goff looks he's his first look first check Mm -hmm. (coughs) Ben just sneezed thanks <laughs> um uh, anyway, Noah Fant put up zero point six, just wanted to point yeah, that, that out. Tight end combo. Um,
1: TJ Hawkinson on bye this week. Uh I wanted to talk to you about um Nick's quarterback quandary, uh the, the, the ever ongoing <laughs> choice between Aaron Rodgers and Kirk Cousins. He might have thought after last week, like, everyone, including his teammates, were throwing Cousins under the bus. Fuck Cousins. You know, this man is trash. Every Vikings fan, Cousins sucks. It, it turns out playing the Giants is pretty useful uh, if you're a quarterback. Uh, Kirk Cousins put up 20 points. Aaron Rodgers somehow only put up nine. I guess Aaron Jones was hogging all the touchdowns yesterday. In a game that the Packers scored 34 points. Uh, so it turns out that if Nick had just started Kirk Cousins, he would have already won this game. Not that we can really blame him for that, but I think it's funny.
0: Yeah, no, I, I kind of agree. It's just, it's just, it's just funny. Yeah. I, I don't know. That's just, that's just like, th- this is like fantasy in a nutshell. Like this yeah. is like, this is like the, the prototypical, like fantasy being fucky and stressing you out kind of thing where you just always pick the wrong yeah person. Right process, wrong results. Um, but, ho- uh, well, I shouldn't say I, hopefully cause I want to stay neutral here, but hopefully for Nick, uh, he can still pull out the win regardless. Yeah. Yeah, it's just just what the doctor ordered for those Vikings fans and those diva wide receivers. We'll, uh, we'll match up with the Giants. Yep. Well, it's funny how winning kind of seems the to gift be that keeps on getting cure all ills, you know. Yeah. So should we move on to? Um, oh <laughs> yeah. my god! Yeah. Let's move on to the next one. So Andrew, had oh a, Andrew, Andrew had a great week. Andrew put up eighty two. That's pretty standard for yeah. a um, for a. For, you know, what's the average really? Like, 80, 85? Uh, average is like 90 now. 90? Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so 82 and a half, I think that probably gets Andrew the dub probably like, yeah, like 35% like, of the time, yeah, 40%, like 40% of the time. Yeah. It does not get you the dub when your opponent scores 100 more points than you. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Jay Jay J- just oh my a hundred and eighty
1: one point four. Okay, so I looked this up. Uh the, the record in our league for one team in a week was like I think it was Ethan in week ten last year, put up hundred and fifty four, something like that. Uh, so Jay smashed that by almost thirty points. And that was with Rex Burkhead in one of his running back spots, who didn't play. Uh, Burkhead wasn't active actually, uh, kind of a late scratch. And Jade didn't have that many other options at running back. So, 181 points. Uh, let's see. Let, let's go through the hits here. Uh, well, J- well
0: there, was, there was a point. It's actually kind of funny. There was a point yesterday where I still thought I had a shot at the weekly bonus. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> the Jay's team kept on scoring. Well, cause, well um, the Packers played the Cowboys. Was that at 3 o'clock? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, that was a 3 o'clock game. So, after the noon yeah. games, after the noon games all finished and I got... Forty something from McCaffrey and thirty something from uh from the Eagles defense. Me and Jay were like neck and neck as far as like the projected points go, which mm-hmm. is which is you know it's not a perfect figure, but it was pretty much like me and Jay, and then like ten points back was Nick, I think, mm-hmm. kind of a thing, and then I see Aaron Jones Jones score like immediately, yeah, uh, at the beginning of the the Packers Cowboys, and then I was screwing around on my phone or whatever, and I went back and looked and. Like, a, 45 minutes later, he had, had another touchdown right before halftime. So yeah. I'm like, this is over. Because uh, Aaron Jones had, like, 14 points by halftime. Uh-huh. Um, and, and then... And then he scored two more. And then he scored two, two more touchdowns in the second <laughs> and half. Had, like, and like, 200 yards or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so
1: Aaron Jones put up 42 points on the week. Uh, Will Fuller, as well, had... Easily the best game of his career. Basically doubled all of his season long stats. Will Fuller had Three the best. Touchdowns.
0: Will Fuller had the best fantasy performance. I read this somewhere. He had the best fantasy performance of a player, like a position player, running back, wide receiver, since Jamal Charles in 2013 or something. You mean Aaron Jones? Because Jones had more points than Fuller. Oh, you're right. Jones finished with more than. I
1: Fuller. guess that might have been PPR.
0: Because Fuller had, like, oh, ten catches okay. or something. Maybe the, maybe the article I was, was PPR. Yeah, that was maybe. That was, was maybe. I don't know. But it was re- it was really something. Fuller had the most uh, points for maybe PPR since Jamal Charles in 2013. And he had the most points for a wide receiver since Terrell Owens in, like, 2005 or Damn. some shit. I, this article is maybe kind of scrappy, but yeah. I don't know. Just kind of goes to show how much of a legendary game Will Fuller just had. Yeah, pretty well. Um, um. Yeah, so you think,
1: okay, so he had Aaron Jones score 42 and Will Fuller score almost 40. Like, that's basically enough to win. Like, that literally is almost exactly Dorf's point total there. Oh, and then also, DJ Chark had two touchdowns and 28 points. Adam Thielen, I think, had a couple touchdowns. He put up 25. Kyler Murray had 25 points. Like, this is how you score
0: 181 points, I guess. Yeah, DJ Chark is the kind of guy where... I should have shouted out Gardner Minshew on my team. Gardner Minshew had a great yeah. week. You're gonna see Gardner Minshew's name all over. Not to make Jay's week about me, but that's exactly what I'm doing. We should actually probably more make this about um, DJ Chark, who is wide receiver. Just give me, right just, just let me, just let me, just let me get this. So Gardner Minshew is gonna pop up on all these fucking top waiver ads this week, and you're gonna go to your waiver thing and see like, oh, can I add Gardner? Nope, I have him. Get fucked. Get over. So up. yeah, uh, I just want to say, but DJ Chark though, <clears throat> it's the kind of thing where. Every year, every year there are you know breakout stars, breakout guy. DJ Chark is clearly Gardner Minshew's number one target. It's the kind of thing where I think, I think, I think DJ Chark is a locked and loaded flex guy. Rest of the season, I know we were talking. I think he's going to be a I, already, I, super two cool guy. I, I think we, we were talking a couple weeks ago about you were playing Jay and you're like, oh, it's tough when you see a guy put DJ Chark in his flex yeah. and he out. But you know, DJ Chark is good. It you ha- you is have tough. to. It's just good. You, you yeah. have to be able to. You know, we're four we're five weeks in that's enough of a sample to be able to make yeah. some sort of judgment I mean, out so of. his five games thus far are 20, 11, 13 4 and 28 so
1: like right. that's excellent and it's consistent uh,
0: so it's the yeah. kind it's the kind of thing where every other are breakout guys, guys and you have to you have to be able to adjust quickly and not just and not just say that a guy is good or bad because of name recognition right because of you know name, brand value you know it's the yeah. kind of thing where you have to be able to say you know every year there are some guys who 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 break out who are really good and you have to be able to ad- adjust your mindset accordingly that you know at the end of the year D- like you said dj chark is going to be a wide receiver too you have to think of him in the same vein as in Allen robinson as uh i don't i don't, I don't you know kenny galladay mm-hmm. um you know these these kinds of guys um he's having a great year. Um, if we were if we were in like kind of a, like a keeper kind of thing, Jay would have like a lot of tough decisions to make. <laughs> yeah. Um, his team is team's like like Kyler, Aaron Jones, DJ Shark. Um, Alright, here's where I remind Ben that we said we
1: would be ending this at seven fifteen, and we have fifteen minutes left. That, so that's fair. We should probably get rolling here. Uh, now that we've complimented Jay's team enough, he's gonna move to three and we, two.
0: We had to spend a lot of time
1: on Jay. He yeah. scored one hundred and eighty two. Absolutely. Um, I don't know. Anything to say about Dorf team? Oh, uh, I already <laughs> moved on. Oh. Um, <laughs> I don't think it's like, you know, did Josh Allen, Did
0: Josh Allen get concussed in this game, or did was that no, last No, it was time? just
1: like a 14-7 to 7 game.
0: So he played, okay, Ronald Jones had a, Ronald Jones, well, actually, I feel like Ronald Jones, people thought he was going to start stealing the job, but I think Peyton Barber had a better well, week, they this didn't, week They didn't run very much this week because they were losing the whole game. Oh, wow. Philip Lindsay had a good week. Hopkins had an okay week. For, oh, I mean, 8-point, it's okay, but not for Hopkins. Yeah, it's kind of it's rough
1: when uh, it's Hopkins versus Fuller on two sides of a fantasy matchup,
0: and you have Hopkins and you get outscored by thirty one points in that. That's a good point. That's rough. Rip. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. Andrew's team is just you know he had a fine week. I mean, you, you, you guys just tip your caps. Yeah, sometimes. he didn't deserve
1: to lose by a hundred points. <laughs>
0: yeah, he, he 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 had a fine week. Um. He just didn't, didn't quite do enough. Uh, Damian Williams, only 3.8. I don't know what happened to the Chiefs this week.
1: Yeah, Chiefs' offense just didn't look good. I don't know. All right, do we want to move on? Our teams figuring out the Chiefs? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, Mahomes was actually hobbled at the end of the game. He did something to his ankle.
0: Okay, so we have how many teams left? Three? So We've well, we got three games left. Three games left, so that's yeah, five minutes a game. Five minutes per game. Let's All right. Let's do it, Ben. Let's All right. Let's crank them out. All right. Uh
1: next game Quinn versus Ethan. Uh Ethan's going to get the win here. Go to 3 and 2. Quinn will also be at 3 and 2. Uh 3 and 2 is a common theme in our league right now. We'll get to that. Uh I don't know. Quinn's team uh not a great week. 72 points. Chris Godwin was a third of that. He put up 24. Godwin continues to just be very, very good and he's getting a ton of volume in that offense, especially in the red zone. He's wide receiver 3 right now overall. Um
0: Yeah. Chris Godwin is good. That's my take. Chris Godwin, another breakout guy for the wide receivers this year. Much to Evan's chagrin. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, not really. You have Jameis, but like... Yeah. <laughs> that is true. Jameis hasn't been that good fantasy-wise, though. He's um, had a couple games, but... I don't know. Qu- Quinn started Trey Cohen, got five points from Cohen.
1: Uh, um, Qu- Quinn started someone named James O'Shaughnessy from the Jaguars at tight end, and he put up 5.7 points. I'm kind of impressed. Maybe Quinn is the tight end
0: whisperer, like we talked about last week. I'm guessing you don't know something. What? He tore his ACL. Did he really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's very funny. So you're gonna have to start you get you, uh, you get you get to rehash your uh your your, your prodding of Quinn to take yeah, Darren my, like, while we're off here. My
1: like my, my, my like weekly text to Quinn now, like clockwork on like you know, Tuesday or Wednesday morning, I'll be like, hey, Quinn, uh, do you want to you trade for one of my tight ends? And Quinn is always like, no, I found this random shitty guy in waivers that I totally trust for some bizarre reason. And he was actually right this week. Uh, O'Shaughnessy had, you know, three catches, 57 yards. Uh, it's not nothing, but, yeah, I guess he's either going to have to find a new waiver wire gem or, uh, or he's going to trade with me.
0: But it, it'll probably be the waiver wire thing, yeah. Well, who is the Jags' backup tight end?
1: Lord knows if James O'Shaughnessy <laughs> is their starter, God, this guy should be like an Irish dancer or something. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. It's just kind of a meh week from most of Quinn's guys. Outside of that, though, I mean, when when your tight end scoring less than six points is, is something that we talk about for two minutes, you probably didn't have an awesome week.
0: Yeah, uh, I, we we still have a little bit. Of, we still have a little bit of uh, something to talk about. Philip Rivers. Only scored four points. Something is wrong with Phillip Rivers. Yeah, I the whole
1: Chargers—they look really off. I don't know. Uh, I, 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 losing to bad teams, like not really scoring well at all. I, I don't know. Maybe the end is nigh for
0: Rivers. I read somewhere. I read somewhere that people are tripping Rivers because he doesn't throw more than fifteen yards down the field. I think yeah. his arm strength is. Yeah, he's kind of lost according it. According to some people, his arm—his arm strength is pretty clear in like the bottom third of NFL quarterbacks. Yeah. Um, I don't really have a ton else. I guess. Yeah uh let's move on talk about ethan's team so ethan wait 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 why did sanders only score 0.9 i don't know oh,
1: that's kind of weird <laughs> all right whatever moving on uh yeah so ethan's team right now has 98 points but he's still got garoppolo and obj uh coming up monday night so he could wind up in like the 125 range or something as well
0: should should he bench them in case they score negative that's true they could score negative 26 definitely possible um, O.J. Howard continues to be arguably the biggest disappointment. I, yeah. I have O.J. Howard in my shitty work league that I don't like, that um, I might get my first win in this week, by that, the way. Nice. Not that we care. But O.J. Howard, one of the bigger fantasy disappointments this year. I can't really yeah. think of a guy who has been more disappointed. It's all for what you paid for, right? Mm. So you people drafted, I'm guessing... I'm guessing Ethan drafted O.J. Howard in Second, something like the fifth or sixth, sixth round. round. Yeah. I guess it does say... I, one thing I do like about ESPN is it says when you click on the guy, if you scroll all the way down, it says when oh, yeah. sixth, the guy... Sixth, sixth, sixth round. Sixth round. Um, so he's he has been so bad. Let's see what tight end... Tight end, tight end 28. Ugh.
1: Oh, yeah, man. that's brutal. Yeah, he just hasn't got a consistent role in that offense. But, I mean, outside of him, everyone else had a really good week on Ethan's team. Like, Josh Jacobs looks like he's... The real deal. Marlon Mack is back and healthy and playing well for the Colts. Allen Robinson had a nice day for the Bears. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just like an all around like a lot of guys scoring fifteen to twenty points, and that's how you get one
0: hundred twenty five. It's a little deceiving. I think we're selling Ethan a little short because, like you said, if if, if Garoppolo puts in you oh, know, yeah. seven, seventeen and um, OBJ puts in you know twelve. Uh, All of a sudden, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, Ethan's almost at 130. Yeah. right. just like this week, that isn't that impressive. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Which is crazy, yeah. Um, So I think, yeah, that's about all I got. I don't have a ton else on Ethan's team. Um, Josh Jacobs putting up 26 on Chicago. Yeah, um, in Raiders. London. that may be like I I know I know Aaron Jones put up forty one and Will Fuller put up thirty nine, but uh-huh. but Josh Jacobs putting up twenty six, the Raiders yeah. offense kind of running all over the Chicago. But the Bears. Raiders offense
1: has definitely has its moments where it looks quite good, uh, which is surprising to me. Yeah, Jacobs had twenty six carries yesterday too, so he's getting like a, just a huge share of the work. Yeah, there. that
0: that's one of the more impressive weeks to me this week. I was I was low key I was hoping that Josh Jacobs because he he had a little bit of a. Injury or he was sick or something yeah. for the first weeks of the year, but I saw like last week he he put up ten point eight and I was like oh I kind of wish he had done like a little worse because I saw he had Chicago and then a bye week and I was definitely thinking like you know if he puts up like five against Chicago and then you know has a bye I was pretty confident that I was gonna be able to buy low well from Ethan mm-hmm. on him um, maybe for like you know Breida or Miles Sanders kind of a guy but there's no way I can. Like yeah. me verbalizing that now is me acknowledging <laughs> that that will no longer work because uh-huh. she has pretty clearly raised his stock. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's, uh, that's all I got on Ethan's team. All right, well, um, let's keep it moving then. That was six minutes, so we did pretty good. We have a little bit we have a little bit of, we have a little bit of A little bit of time at the end for uh, some standing stuff. Yeah,
1: yeah, we'll talk about that. Okay, so our next one is Joe versus Tony. Uh, Joe declared victory in this game yesterday, (laughs) which is pretty bold. Pretty bold of him. I I didn't fact-check of that at the time, but Joe is currently projected to lose. Uh, He is up by 13 points, but Tony has Baker Mayfield going Monday Night Football. And and theoretically, Tony could find a wide receiver, but we
0: know he won't do that. Um, Also, Tony has a bench wide receiver that is on the 49ers. He could put him in his lineup right now. Oh, like, he literally could do that. Yeah, yeah. he can play uh, Devo Sandin. Not not, not, not not to make this about Tony, but yesterday, uh, we were watching the Vikings game and I was like, yo, Tony, can you uh, take, who is that? Can you Galladay? He's uh-huh. on by. To, can, you do know you're starting a wire. I, I was bitching at Tony for being a fucking, not taking guys on by out of his lineup. And he was like, oh yeah, sorry, I'll get to it. And then like, Joe sends this text like 10 minutes later and then I look at it again and I was like, the the Vikings game the noon slate games hadn't gotten done yet so I was like yo Tony you see Carlton Sutton playing at three oh five that's in fifteen minutes like you could still just move Carlton Sutton into your starting lineup like what I was saying before was not like a final thing that you can no longer <laughs> check. he was like oh that's a good point didn't change it was it. was on his was on his phone already though. Um, <laughs> Literally just need to open a different app and do, like, two clicks. And, yeah. But, uh,
1: and then he would have already won this game if he had started Sutton instead of Kenny Galladay,
0: who was on by. I do also just want to point out that I said that to Tony right after we got this text from Joe. <laughs> I really wanted Tony to just slide uh, something into his starting lineup. but wasn't funny. It didn't quite work yeah. out that way. So
1: poor old Joe. It's looking like he might move to 0-5. Uh, I don't want to talk anymore about Tony's team because he doesn't deserve it.
0: No, uh, no, 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 no. Joe's going Joe's to be
1: 1-4. Only if
0: he wins this. He's 0-4 like, right now. He, like He will win. Oh, still, Tony still has Baker. Yeah, yeah, Fuck, yeah, I missed I missed that. I miss, Baker, oh man. yeah, rip, 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 Joe. But I also want to point out that I said Tony would win another game this year, and you said he wouldn't. That's true. Did we put money on that? I think you owe me a dollar. Probably I think it, one. I think it was yeah. twenty. I think we did that twenty was, to one. Yeah, it was like
1: long odds. Yeah. yeah. So well, um, only on Baker. Baker I'm, I'm sure gonna have a poor game. The Niners defense looking pretty good this year. Uh, Yeah, I don't want to talk about Tony's team, though. I want to talk about Joe's team. He did actually have a pretty okay week, put up 90 points. You know, you can expect to win some of the time with that. Bridgewater, Teddy Bridgewater, had his best game as a starter for the Saints, put up 27. Uh, Bridgewater had a great game. What else here? It was, I don't know, Camara didn't have a great game, actually. That's kind of what is keeping Joe down, but
0: I don't know. Joe is yeah. still kind of doing the thing where he still can't quite figure out which wide receivers to start in his <laughs> in his second slot or like in the flex or whatever. Yeah, he lost a lot of points. Because didn't Geronimo ball. go off last week? Yeah, wasn't that the whole thing? because yeah, it was Joe's, it was last Thursday,
1: right? Joe's kind of chasing the results here. Yeah, he's he's starting Geronimo after he has good games and then benching other guys. And then uh,
0: so like so like Calvin Ridley popped off this week. Well, he had 15 solid week. Um, yeah, Kiki QT as a part of that 53 point outburst from the Texans had seven point two. Um, yeah, this is
1: kind of hard because he has a lot of wide receivers who are kind of
0: in the same boat where they're sort
1: of uh, just on the edge of startable and not startable, you know? Um,
0: yeah. It's I, kind of
1: hard for him to balance those guys, I think. I
0: would not... I, I do not envy Joe's position. Having to pick one out of Ridley, Geronimo, Kiki Q T. Well, I mean... You'd and know Michael Hartman yeah. kind of in that group, too. Yeah. It's, it's hard to pick between those guys week to week. Yeah. Um... I think Miko is pretty clearly the kind of guy where you kind of try to flex them if you need the points, if you're doing like David's strategy yeah. kind of a thing. High variance. Um, I also want to point out that uh, as a part of the Thursday night flex thing, because Joe's, Joe's reminded me of this, I put just kind of like a, a a thing off of that. I put Matt Breida in my flex this week. So if you have Monday night guys, this is kind of like a corollary, you should put your Monday night guys into your flex as sort of like a similar thing. Yeah. Not that it would really... That <laughs> I like how
1: this theological argument is, like, the thing that we bring up on every this, podcast. The, uh, this, I think we just need everyone to accept that we're right. and we
0: can This is... Well, it's the kind of thing where... If that one... It matters slightly less, because, like, what are the odds that you have another guy playing Monday night on your bench? Yeah, pretty low. But, like, I don't know. It could happen. It could be the kind of thing where you... Just w- in general, your
1: flex should be... Uh, the latest playing guy Well, I guess of, you, of, you, of the three at his
0: position. You could always right. drop a guy. Like, and, that's, then, and that's, pick, the, that's the entire rule. You could always <laughs> drop a guy and play him on Monday. Well, actually, what I don't like about ESPN is that you can't drop guys on your bench that like, have already played. Already, yeah. Which is like, that it, is in probably. that situation, where, like, if, say you have a Monday night guy in your flex, say they get scratched or whatever, you can't yeah, like drop a guy on your bench and, and pick up a like a Monday night guy, which is like, I think that's always kind of a slick thing that you can do, but ESPN's fucky and doesn't let you do that. Yeah. Oh, well. All right, um, we're going to move on. We got one more. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: let's do it. Okay, uh, the last one, Tim versus Tom. Uh, Tim has already got this one sewn up, and he's still got Nick Chubb and a Niners D tonight. Uh, he he's... doesn't quite have it sewn up. Yeah, he does. Tom doesn't have any players left. He... There's like a, there's like a... I guess there's a very small chance that like the Niners D would go negative, but... Those two things like, because he well, also has Nick Chubb. Well, Nick, right? So well, how would the Niners do you go negative? Well, Nick, and Chubb, Nick Chubb. Well Nick Chubb
0: and Niners well Nick Chubb would have to finish.
1: It would basically be like Nick Chubb has to get injured right away, but the but the Browns still score like thirty five points and don't turn the ball over. Like oh, I mean, yeah. that's the kind of thing that has to
0: happen. Oh yeah, that's it that's him to, to lose this game. He's currently up I on was one. Just, I was just kinda of being a fuck.
1: Yeah. Uh so, yeah, Tim's, Tim's going to wind up in the 90-something point range and move to 5-0, uh, still the only undefeated guy. Uh, Tom Tom joins that 3-2 crowd with everyone else. Hey! Uh, I don't know, a little bit of a disappointing week for Tom, for sure. He's at 70 points, which I think is going to be the lowest in the league. Yeah. Um, Lamar Jackson coming back down to earth in a big way. Uh, he only had 11 points this week.
0: I read somewhere he missed a lot of throws. Um, yeah, he's going to have weeks like this. Yeah, I don't, like... I don't know. I think, I think you just kind of take it with... Take it with the ride for Omar Jackson. Um,
1: yeah. He's been really, pretty
0: good in basically every other game this year. So I would still, if it means anything, I would still rather start Omar Jackson than Jared Goff. <laughs> yes, know. it's the kind, It's the kind of where it's like, you just kind of take it. Like, he has such a high ceiling. Yeah. Uh, um,
1: the Patri- Patriots D continues their reign of terror. 14 more points. Uh,
0: they're averaging almost 20 on the year. Well, we'll talk about talk about just a fucking cakewalk start of the year for the. I P-shirts. can't believe their schedule. Like, like, yeah, it's like, almost. Comical and, 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 it and it doesn't. And, and, and it doesn't. And like.
1: No, it takes a while for it to get better.
0: It, it doesn't. It doesn't get any like like the, <laughs> their it, next it, two
1: it, games it, are Giants and Jets. It, so, like that's incredible. <laughs> if
0: Saquon, if Saquon doesn't play on Thursday, yeah. they get to take on. Even if he, da- he does, well, <laughs> well, they get the, they get to take on Daniel Jones on a short week. Yeah, at home on Thursday night, like yeah. like good luck Daniel Jones playing, at New England. Uh on a short week. Yeah. Like
1: <laughs> Yeah, their schedule thus far has been Steelers, Dolphins, Jets, Bills, Washington, and then they've got Giants and Jets. And then they finally in week eight get the Browns and then the Ravens. So they'll finally have some like decent teams coming up. And the second half of their schedule is actually much harder, as you might expect, given how easy the first half is. But you know, they're the Pats. They're gonna be rolling in at
0: like seven and oh to that Browns game in week eight, so uh, I heard somewhere that Justin Tucker got a game winning field goal. He did. Shout out Justin Tucker. Yeah, Ravens won in overtime. Um Terry McLaurin, he only had five, but good to see that guy coming back from injury. Yeah, tough um, matchup for McLaurin against the Pats, obviously. Still rostering Antonio Brown. You gotta hold out hope, um, I guess. Um Tom, I hate to bring it to you, buddy, but I think you gotta gotta <laughs> gotta cut bait with that guy at some point. Um I don't have I don't have much else. Um,
1: yeah, uh, Tom Tom did the pretty rare um, starting two running backs on the same team. He started Austin Eckler and Melvin Gordon, and Eckler actually had a much better game. Gordon st- uh, still looks like he's not quite in game shape. Um, they gave him twelve carries. He got thirty one yards, and he had four catches, but only worth seven yards. So
0: I still think like I think I don't think that that's as crazy as some people might think. Like if I had had Tom's team, I probably would have started Eckler and Gordon too. Oh yeah, uh, I mean like. It's just weird. To, it's
1: very yeah. unusual yeah, to see someone starting unusual. two running backs. I mean, and his only other running back on the roster is Raheem Mostert. So. R- R- Royce Freeman. Or actually, he's got Royce Freeman. The back. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, just given his options this week, like a couple of his wideouts are injured and another one is Antonio Brown. So
0: I'm guessing Tom is going to drop Deontay Johnson at some point. I don't know if Tom knows, but Mason Rudolph got his bell rung. Yeah. Uh, in the game, so they're down to their third string guy that they just promoted from their practice squad. Yeah, also, the, this guy uh, is an undrafted rookie from Samford. Not Stanford. Samford.
1: Are they, um, are they so- SOCON? Yeah, SOCON. Are they really? It's either that one or Big South. I, no, I don't know. Like I can one. never keep those two straight. I like SOCON. Just like saying SOCON. Um, I'm going to look it up. Um, yeah, because yeah, I can, I hate how there's a Southern Conference and a Big South. Like, how am I going to keep these straight? Uh, yeah, SoCon. Although they play football in the Ohio Valley, so
0: fair. Um,
1: yeah, I don't know. Uh, you want to move on? I don't have anything
0: else super interesting with Tom's team, and uh, we've got about five minutes left, perhaps. I I was gonna bitch really quick about the NFL. So Mason Rudolph took that big hit, and did you see that the cart broke down? <laughs> yeah, the cart. It's breath. like it's like it's like the so Mason Rudolph had like a brutal concussion. Like got knocked out cold. Like you could tell he was out before he hit the ground, like, mm-hmm. he, he got hit in the chin by um, Earl Thomas, and then before he even hits the ground, he hit his head pretty hard on the ground, because he was, like, prone, Yeah. Uh, and, and so then he goes down, he, and uh, people are, try- his teammates are trying to, like, wake him up, and Juju's crying on the field, because, like, people are trying to, like, shake Mason Rudolph awake, and he's not moving, mm-hmm. so then they, they get the trainers out, and they get this cart out, and... This guy was just knocked out cold, but then it's like, oh, the cart doesn't work. So what do they do? They don't get a second cart. They 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 make him. They don't like make him. I'm sure if they would have had like, you know, if they would have had to, they would. But they make him walk off the fucking field after yeah. he got knocked out cold. It it's like sort of bizarre. it's like, and then the NFL releases this statement. They're like, oh, these trainers said that it was not necessary for him to be carted off the field. And it's like, well, of course you're gonna fucking say that after, but like, yeah. you don't want to just shoot yourself in the foot. But it's like can we just get the second fucking cart out of it? You know, it's like, these teams are all just worth like billions of dollars. And like, we can't have like a second fucking cart somewhere yeah. like ready, ready to go. Like fucking Eden Prairie has like four of those fucking golf carts running around at any given moment. All for my grand. Yeah. yeah. Just like, all right. I just had to bitch about that. I, yeah. I'm good for one soapbox every week. And that was my <laughs> yeah, soapbox. Here it is. All um, right.
1: Tim's team, uh, sort of a ho-hum week. Uh, Tom Brady is back to his, his normal self. He had 24 points. Zeke put up 15, uh, you know, solid contributions from other guys, you know. Tim's team is pretty good. Like, it's going to be hard to beat him if, like, kind of the minimum, like, we're doing here is mid-90s, you know. Uh,
0: yeah, get, being able to start Zeke, Chubb, and Ingram is a pretty potent trio. Yeah. Uh, we kind of, we, we're kind of a broken record with Tim's team. Tim's team is very good. Yeah. Um, oh, hey, we just kicked off in uh, San Francisco. Yeah, Monday Night Football oh, underway. underway. Um... Stephon Diggs did not quite have the bounce back week many were expecting. People were thinking a little squeaky squeaky wheel treatment for Stephon Diggs, but I guess more of that went to the squeakier wheel, Adam Thielen.
1: Yeah, yeah, we'll see how that winds up. I uh, I don't really think they're going to trade him, but there's certainly rumblings, you know, and that would. Definitely not help fantasy wise. Like I think trades in the middle of the year are very bad for players fantasy wise.
0: I was I was talking a little bit with um our our house house resident young person Andrew Nelson, and he was and he he made the good point that uh Eden Prairie class of twenty fourteen Andrew Nelson, yes. friend of the pod Andrew Nelson. He was saying that uh if the Vikings were out of it, it would make more sense to 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 trade digs, but unless that they're getting a guy like yeah. G, like G, like Jalen Ramsey. Um, it doesn't make a whole, a whole lot of sense. Yeah, to, I agree. Like, because I cause cause, cause you're pretty much mortgaging the season mm-hmm. when like you're not really out of it yet. If if we had started with you know like oh and five one and four whatever, then you trade digs. If you can get some draft capital for digs, you do it. But we're just at kind of that limbo where we don't want to just in week five say oh so yeah. much for this year. Let's trade one of our best players for. Definitely. But if they can if, if if um this off season if they can get like a first and a fourth. Or like a second and a fifth, do not much. Yeah, I don't know. They're, they're not gonna get a first round pick for him. I don't think. You don't think so? No, people hoard those things, man. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Well, Cooper went for a first, though. You wouldn't put Cooper and Diggs on the same level. Uh, I mean, first off,
1: like that was widely seen as an overpay at that point. Like the Cowboys were sort of desperate, and like they're the Cowboys, they're not like the most logical organization. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I do think I do think Cooper's price. I, I guess at the time, it, uh, he was kind of seen as. Uh, less of a sure thing than he is now, you know. But I think Diggs, you know, Diggs isn't exactly showing out this year either, so a little bit of damage would,
0: would it, I don't know if the contracts work out, but would you would you trade Diggs for Jalen Ramsey if you could right now? I have no idea what the contracts
1: are, but I would absolutely do that, yeah. Jalen Ramsey is much better at football than Stephon Diggs is. I guess Jalen Ramsey's... He's, like, the best corner in the game. Diggs, Diggs is, like, what, the 15th best wide receiver.
0: Yeah, me? that's probably fair. Yeah. Um, and corners are more useful, anyways, in my opinion. Yeah. Um if they can w- if they can wait till the offseason they'll get some draft capital for him, like I don't know. Yeah, I don't I, mean, I don't if they get like a second round. I'm problems, not a. f I'm like, not definitely. a football ex- I am not I'm not a football expert as Tony likes to remind me. Um <laughs> but I don't I don't know if Diggs is like this irreplaceable guy. Yeah. Um just gonna bitch about Tony really quick. Tony does this thing where he's like, Oh, I'm Ben and Evan. I think I know things about football. I have a podcast, even though I've never played. I just wanna set the record straight. Evan and I are not pretending to know jack shit about actual football. Uh, if you told me like, "Hey Ben, what's the difference between a Tampa two defense and a Cover two defense?" I'd be like, "The fuck if I know." But fantasy is really just probability and like statistics. Yeah. So that's what we're it's in really it for. <laughs> Alright, yeah, so, yeah. So one final thing that I want
1: to talk about is just the standings going into this week because they're really funny. Uh, so Tim is going to be in first; he's at five and zero. And then after that, we have seven teams that are three and two. Wow. So that is spots two through eight, and then we've got four more teams that are two and three. Uh, so that's, like, basically the entire, uh, the entire league there. <laughs> what is that? 11 out of the 14 guys are within a game of each other. So, basically, everyone is in the mix at this point. I wouldn't say even Joe could theoretically still get back into things if he is 0-5 indeed. Um, I should say that, um, that is assuming that Tony beats Joe and, uh, I guess it Nick either Nick or Henry the records would be the same, right? So, so yeah, it uh, should be fun. And it also turns out that most of the teams that are two and three have more points scored than like several of the teams that are three and two. So it's really going to (laughs) be. Yeah, I'm pretty surprised that
0: I don't know how I am this close to Jay. Still, I'm pretty surprised. Like I'm only thirty points down on Jay. I don't know if Jay just had shitty weeks a couple of times. I mean, he only got you by like fifty points this
1: week. So, (laughs) I guess that's true. Yeah.
0: Um... Yeah, it's looks it's it's a t- looking at looking at these standings. Um, assuming Tony and Nick win, it's 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 a tough break for Henry. Just like looking at him yeah. down there at one and four. Um, I mean, I mean, yeah, it's, whoever it's, loses that game, it's a very tough break for sure. It's not. I mean, we, both those guys have a lot of points scored. We and we said that last week. We said that last week that you know one of these teams is going to be one and four, and it's going to be tough. I mean, it's not that it's over for Henry, um, but it's it's going to be very difficult. He's going to have to really bank on that that point bonus he's he's yeah. he, he's gonna need he's, although he, he, that being said if you're going to be one in four
1: you would definitely want this situation where there are a ton of teams sitting only two games in front of you like henry is only two games out of second place so like that's a good point you it definitely helps that no one except him has ran away yeah you
0: know yet and, i think but i think if you're henry you gotta be you better you gotta probably be rooting for some of these teams like i feel like Teams like I feel like pretty, I th- much, I pretty much like just my team. Like Tony Henry, better be, Henry better be rooting for me because right now I have Henry by by thirty points and I'm not in the playoffs. So right now, if the playoffs started today, I would be in, right? Cause uh, because I because I have because I have the most. I have, most wild card right out, right I, have I have the most out of the bottom. Is it eight? So it's the
1: top seven. So or, starting there. Uh, so the top seven make it automatically, and then Ben, yeah, you have the highest of the bottom six right. in the standings. So you would be in as
0: the. As the last team, it's kind of an interesting wrinkle to it. I like, yeah. I like it. It's a, it, it keeps it, it keeps it interesting. Um, but yeah, I don't really, I don't really notice much else. Um,
1: yeah, I went and checked the schedule next week, week six for anything interesting, but it's hard to have like interesting matchups when basically the whole league has the same record. Yeah, <laughs> so I yeah, didn't yeah, find yeah. anything. That's <laughs>
0: funny. It is pretty, it is pretty funny that Quinn and Andrew are both in the. Quinn's at three ninety eight. Andrew's at three ninety two, mm-hmm. and they, they would, they. they Both of them only have more points than Joe. Yeah. So, so Mm -hmm. Quinn, Quinn is in seven. There's some, there's
1: some low hanging fruit, fruit above among the three and two teams. Like even Ethan and Tony don't, don't have a whole ton of points scored. Uh, So there's a bunch of three and two teams that have less points than
0: all of the two and three teams. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So, yeah, kind of a weird standings board. I guess, right? it was, I guess part of that was that Andrew game last week where he beat Joe, like, 40 to 30. Yeah, it just seems like there have been, yeah, kind of a lot of
1: high-scoring games that someone has to lose and a decent number of low-scoring games that someone has to win, and it's been that kind of year. So,
0: yeah. yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. Oh, we should probably look up who's on by next week just to give the people a friendly reminder. I think, it's, I think the, 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 bear, the Bears are on by. We, we mentioned the thing about Henry having to decide... Um. Well, he's he's gonna carry him through the bye. He's gonna have to drop someone. I'm sure will. Um, Let me. Check. I think the Colts are on bye. I think the.
1: I don't know if the screen that I'm bringing up is even gonna tell me really. Uh, it's also just not gonna load because that's the internet.
0: Maybe we just say fuck the teams on bye.
1: Here it is. Bye next week. Bills, not important. Bears, mm-hmm. sort of important. Colts not that important raiders not that important so yeah not a
0: huge not a huge uh, fantasy quartet of by by weeks there but obviously some guys going to be affected so uh, the the things that immediately jump out in in my head as a response to that is that the the raiders could really get things back on track after their impressive game in london Indeed. and they they have this bye week maybe they bring in jay gruden Ooh. during during the bye week <laughs> they like to like um, just fire their current coordinator and just replace why well, they could do they offensive could, assistant they could yeah. do the whole special
1: assistant to yeah, the head yeah. coach or that some shit i'm going to guess that jay gruden's going to take some uh, well earned r and r the rest of the season
0: uh yeah goes. you're probably or,
1: right. or actually alabama's going to hire him and then he'll be there for, like, six months and recoup his image and win a national championship <laughs> and then go back to
0: the NFL. Um, and then with, with the Bills, I'm guessing Devin Singletary will use this week. I'm guessing we're going to have a little more Devin Singletary, Hopefully, a little I'll less be, Frank yeah. Gore after he's back. Um, yeah. But I guess the thing is with hamstrings, though, is how I've always been is you got to see it before. Like I, I'm i not the kind of guy where I would start Devin Singletary before I see it out on the field. Mm. Yeah, you, with hamstring stuff, you got to prove it. you got to show that you're ready to go. It's not like a ankle sprain or some shit yeah do we think Saquon plays on Thursday
1: I'm gonna say no I think if it were on Sunday I would say yes but uh Thursday I don't think I don't think he's gonna play against the Pats yeah I don't think that will have any I mean like it's Saquon they're gonna be doing what's best for him regardless of who their opponent is you know so yeah I just don't think he's quite gonna be there
0: but yeah that's probably fair um all right, well we're at, we're at fifty five minutes and This is pretty good. <laughs> yeah, great. we did a great job well, limiting our time. Well, see. well yeah, we uh we, we were on we were on a schedule. We we're on a tight budget. The indeed. The Hawks the Hawks got a big game in a, yeah. a half hour. I gotta get I gotta get ready, get ready to go. Yeah. Um we gotta big tournament coming up this weekend, Ooh. but the catch is it's probably going to maybe snow. snow. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm curious. We've already had like three games get rained out and it's, it's going to be a bummer for these Ooh, kids. If the, if the tournament, I also just want to see a bunch of 12 year olds play soccer in the snow. That I, would th- be. I think it would be pretty yeah. hysterical. Cool. Um, what else we got going on? Um, Hoodie Allen concert Wednesday night. <laughs> Evan's going. They're uh, playing at the varsity. Not going. <laughs> Come on. Evan. I listened to, I listened to a lot of Hoodie Allen today and, uh, his first couple albums after all american uh pretty bad <laughs> crew like well, i mean crew cuts was like but the um what was so he had he had this his this one album uh that was called it was called hype or the hype it came out in 2017 what was it called hype train no not, oh there we go i like that maybe that should be the new uh Album, album. I'll, I'll, I'll play, I'll play one of those songs as the intro. The intro and try okay. But um, hoodie, hoodie, hoodie's got some, uh, got some bangers on that album. It's called hype, but that's his like, that's like two albums ago. Whatever USA is his most recent one. Whatever USA is actually funny because there's a bunch of college references in it. Nice. Um, but he, 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 he has not had a. I'm guessing that whatever USA is going to be what he mostly plays. But that whole album's like a half hour, so he's going to have to play yeah. more shit than that. Um, but. What was I'm trying to find it. Happy Camper. Um, before I got to the last couple... Happy Camper came out in 2016. Uh, maybe the worst album I've ever listened to. Uh, I, I, I got to the la- the last two songs. It was the funny thing. The last two songs like saved it from... I was like, okay, these are fine. But up until then, I was like, this is the worst album I've ever listened to. So That's do not listen to Happy Camper unless you listen to the last two songs. I forget what they're called. But, um, just do it for the sixth thrill of it, you know I mean? <laughs> masochistic yeah. kind of thrill. Very. Um, well, I guess that's that's all that's all that's all we got. Um, yeah. I, I ran TC ten yesterday. That was kind of fun. Huge. I ran, I, ran, I ran sub sixty, which is what I was shooting for. No, no big deal, guys. No big deal. I still run. actually, yeah, we're we're probably uh, getting really close to your time right here on the podcast. Oh, we actually but, are. How you run? I ran, I ran fifty-seven twenty-eight. So we actually just passed. Oh, okay, it. yeah, so we're like twenty hey. seconds past that right now. Nice. Yeah, yeah, I was pretty excited. Nice. Oh uh, wow. Well, you you well, can run ten miles in the time that it takes us to talk about fantasy football. Huge. Does that mean that does that mean I'm really fast or does that mean we talk too long? Probably
1: a combination of those things. Yeah. Fair. I, guess, I mean I guess last week we had like a seventy eight minute podcast and you know, that's a pretty easy ten miler. So
0: Fair. <laughs> cool, cool. Well, um have anything new with you? Uh no.
1: Not not that I want to share. Give the people a little life update. I had, like, an emotionally wrenching week, uh, because the the twins are getting destroyed, and a couple other things.
0: Uh, I beat you in fantasy. Yeah, that too.
1: That wasn't actually that bad, because I felt okay about my team, and it was more just like, yeah, I wasn't going to win. I've been put up 130, so.
0: Well, and you're reading that book.
1: Yeah, I'm reading this very emotional book.
0: Uh, I finished it, but... It, um, it was brutal. I'm just trying to make this podcast last so we can hit an hour. Hit an so hour, I'm yeah. trying to rant for
1: another minute. I, I actually, yeah, Saturday night, uh, to cap off this emotionally uh, challenging week for me, I just, like, stayed at home and drank a bunch of beer and watched a rom-com on Netflix, <laughs> and it was awesome. Uh, I really needed to do that more often for, like, self-care purposes. And, like, my roommate and his girlfriend got home at, like... Midnight or something. I'm just sitting there, like drinking, watching Big Mouth on Netflix. <laughs> at that point. Oh yes, new episode of Big. Mouth. We're new not
0: new we're, season of Big Mouth. We're not sponsored by Netflix, but there is a new episode of Big Mouth. I I'm yeah. meaning to watch that. I just realized that too. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I was. We don't. Okay. Question. Uh, maybe we shouldn't talk about this on the pod, but do we like Kira? Easy. Maybe maybe we don't talk about that. Yeah. I, no one knows who Kira is.
1: Don't.
0: I I I I made I made this foot in the mouth. I made this foot in the mouth. Uh, I I said all Carlton, Carlton girls were ugly when I was watching the Twins game at Evan's house on Saturday. And well did I know that? Uh, to be fair, you said it tongue in cheek. I mean, it was clear that you didn't. You weren't actually saying that as like a
1: a point of fact. You know.
0: Well, right. We even we, if you do when you make such a rash generalization like that, it's yeah. kind of like yeah. I said I said all I said all Carlton girls were ugly. And then this girl went to Carlton, and I was like, oh, sorry. But the reason I asked, like, do we like her is because, like, if we don't like her, then, like, that doesn't matter. But if we do like her, then I feel bad. Uh, okay. Fair enough. Okay. We'll talk after in the pod. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well. Clear eyes. Full hearts. Hearts. Poral. Can't lose. Thanks, guys.